ladies and gentlemen, our Director General, uh, Mr. Zain Dango, Mrs. Lari, uh, members of the South African Foreign uh, Service, um, heads of missions and representatives of uh, diplomatic missions. Uh, let me probably comment by an off-hand uh, disclaimer. Uh, it's probably my, the first time in my, in my life uh, uh, since I've uh, motivated uh, 21 years back to my father-in-law why I should uh, be allowed to take my wife's hand in marriage, that I'll be so substantive uh, in introducing someone um, of substance. Um, so let me start uh, this occasion, ladies and gentlemen, by indicating it's uh, my distinct uh, privilege and honor uh, on the occasion of the lecture by Professor Sladi um, to present uh, the Minister of Turku here. As you may know and should be aware, one of the concentric circles upon which South Africa's uh, foreign policy are premised upon is about the deepening of our participation in institutions of global governance. Um, and a critical repository, ladies and gentlemen, of that ambition is the significant role that the International Court of Justice, your ICJ, um, are playing. Um, and it is therefore our honor to take you into confidence that indeed the South African uh, cabinet uh, have nominated uh, a, an extraordinary candidate for this uh, uh, key position uh, of one of the principal organs uh, of the uh, United Nations. We have decided to converge in this fashion uh, with our friends, uh, take you into confidence, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, on the uh, qualifications and experience of uh, South Africa's uh, esteemed uh, candidate. But moreover, ladies and gentlemen, as you would uh, be privileged to later on, Professor Slaudi's nomination demonstrates our commitment to the rule of law, uh, to international law, and more particularly, ladies and gentlemen, the peaceful settlement of all disputes. It is a proud moment for us in South Africa that if uh, Professor Slaudi should, should be elected uh, to serve as a permanent judge in the court, he would uh, be the first South African in that permanent uh, capacity, and only the second from the Southern uh, African region. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we evidently wish to underscore South Africa's uh, contribution to international law since the ICJ is established in 1945, which we argue has been an indelible contribution of significant uh, proportions. 
you may recall, Excellencies, uh, the Southwest uh, African Namibia decisions, uh, which consistent which consisted inter alia of two judgments in 1962 and 1966, uh, which was supplemented by an of advisory opinion in 1971 concerning the legal status of the territory of uh, Southwest Africa, which was then under South Africa's uh, administration uh, by the apartheid regime. The question concerning the international status of, of the Southwest Africa had first been referred for an advisory opinion to the court by the General Assembly of the UN uh, by means of a resolution on the 6th of December 1949. The advisory opinions, uh, ladies and gentlemen, excellencies in particular, were highly significant in the development and the evolution of international law, particularly in relation to the principle of uh, self-determination, the notion of uh, erga omnes obligations and the duty on states to cooperate to bring to an end egregious violations. These decisions, excellencies, show both uh, how the international law can be used for the good of the world, but equally so how it can be utilized to stifle progress. In this regard, ladies and gentlemen, you would recall the first judgment of 1962 where the ICJ innovatively applied the action popularis to permit uh, Ethiopia and Liberia to institute proceedings against South Africa for its application of apartheid in what was then known as the area of Southwest Africa. Contrast that, ladies and gentlemen, that it was the same court that uh, four years later uh, in the hearing on merits controversially reversed the 1962 decisions and in one sweep uh, undid the progress that was recorded since 1962. The court, as you will recall, ladies and gentlemen, self-correct and it redeemed itself in 1971. Collectively, these decisions did not only contribute to the development of international law, broadly speaking, but they paved the way for the eventual independence of Namibia in 1990. Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, South Africa is committed to the promotion of human rights, the peaceful settlements of all disputes and the rule of law. We have an unequivocal track record of supporting and participating in international peace and security missions and in the promotion to the adherence of international law. In this mosaic of South Africa's role in international law, we consider crucial peace to be a contribution to the bands of the International Court of Justice. 
It is for this reason that we are immensely proud uh, to have nominated Professor Sladi as a candidate to the ICJ. We are grateful, ladies and gentlemen, excellencies, to those states whose national groups have seen it fit to unilaterally co-nominate Professor Sladi. Amongst others, he has been co-nominated by six other countries, namely Brazil, Finland, Latvia, Mexico, Portugal, and Sierra Leone. Article 2 of the statute of the court holds that the court should compose of a body of independent judges elected regardless of their nationality from amongst persons with high moral character who possess the qualifications required in their respective countries for the appointment to the highest judicial offices or as jury consults of recognized competence in international law. It is our submission as the South African government that Professor Sladi is a highly distinguished international law scholar whose experience uh, span across academia, government service, and the diplomatic practice. I further wish to argue Excellencies, that three, these three specific qualities, which in our view makes Professor Tladi a person befitting of the position of ICJ judge. And I wish to amplify the three concomitant traits, ladies and gentlemen that his candidateship do possess. He is an expert in international law. Professor Slidey's uh, career and background are firmly grounded, ladies and gentlemen, in international law. In fact, I must indicate that he has only ever worked in the field of international law, and there has hardly been any area in international law that he has not engaged with. This is clearly evidenced by his contribution to a body of literature which spans well over 100 publications and include topics such as the use of force, immunities, preemptory norms, and climate change. Notably, ladies and gentlemen, he served on the International Law Commission for a decade in the capacities as chair, vice chair, general rapporteur, and ultimately a special rapporteur on preemptive norms of general international law. He is also a member, ladies and gentlemen, of the prestigious Institute Detroit International. And this is our submission, ladies and gentlemen, that given the need, the judgments by the International Court of Justice must be firmly embedded in legal principles and must be well-reasoned. It is a task for which Professor Slade is fit for purpose. Secondly, ladies and gentlemen, a key requirement is that you should possess a repository of practical experience which will 
enable an ICJ judge to be grounded in the practical realities faced by member states. It is therefore the argument this morning that his experience uh, as chief state law advisor, his experience, ladies and gentlemen, as legal counselor in South Africa's permanent mission in New York, and as a special advisor to the former minister of Turco, lays a firm foundation for that practical resemblance that Professor Slaudi possesses in regards to the application of international law. You may recall, ladies and gentlemen, in his uh, bio, that he has appeared as a lead counsel for South Africa before the International Criminal Court, the ICJ, ICC, as a counsel for the African Union uh, before the ICC's uh, appeals uh, chamber, and as co-counsels for Sierra Leone and Mozambique in the pending International Tribunal for the Law of the Sea advisory proceedings. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, he also served as the AU legal expert in the dispute between Ethiopia, Sudan, Egypt, concerning the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, the GERD, which further demonstrate the unique qualities that he possessed both as a diplomat and as a practical practitioner in international law. Thirdly and lastly, ladies and gentlemen, Professor Sladi is a person of high moral character and integrity. He commands the respect of his peers, and we wish to argue this is demonstrated by the number of presentations and speeches to which he has been invited to deliver in prestigious forums, such as the Hague Academy for International Law, the African Society of International Law Annual Conference, the American branch of the International Law Association, and the European Society of International Law. In addition and complement to that, ladies and gentlemen, he has presented lectures at UN regional courses on international law, including for Latin America and the Caribbean, Africa and Asia, a total of 16 since 2013. Ladies and gentlemen, the South African government has no doubt that Professor Sladi would be an asset to the ICJ and we consider that he has an important contribution to make in the international co community. As I conclude, ladies and gentlemen, October month in South Africa is synonymous with the celebration of the lives and times of Oliver Reginald Tambo, who was the South, Africa's, South African people's special and chief representative during a period of 30 years. Oliver Tambo had rare characteristics, amongst others an unwavering commitment to serve the people of South Africa with no expectation of any personal benefit. 
It is therefore my submission, ladies and gentlemen, your excellencies, that Professor Tladi is the embodiment of those rare values which Oliver Tambo possessed of an unwavering commitment to serve the people with no expectation of any personal benefit. He, like Oliver Tambo, has made a pledge and a commitment that the entirety of his enormous intellectual capacity and personal energy would be dedicated towards the objectives of bringing about a more equitable world order. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.